And we are back. Welcome back to the Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast. I am your host, Jess Mapati. And ladies and gentlemen, football season's upon us. Thank God. This is the longest ever offseason ever. It was the longest summer ever. Now we're finally in NFL season mode. We're in Cincinnati Bengals season mode. And the Bengals will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one of the 2022 NFL season. This Sunday at 1 o'clock, live from Paycor Stadium. Uh, it's still Paul Brown Stadium to me because I always call it Paul Brown Stadium. And I can't believe the season's here. Like, it's, man, last season, I'm I'm now over last season. Last season was memorable. It was great. Now we got to move on because we're on the better things. The better things is we're going to win on the vision and hopefully win the Super Bowl. But we got to take it one game at a time. All right? So on this podcast, we're going to, do a brief season outlook on the Bengals, and then we're going to talk about Bengals-Steelers, get the prediction on the game, and also we're going to do NFL awards. But I'm not going to do this by myself. We're going to have my guest, Tommy Stewart, for the second time on this podcast. Tommy, what is going on, my man? Hey, Jesse. Thanks for having me back. Always a fun time. Glad that we're doing this again, and you're killing it on the podcast as always, and just happy to be a part of it. It's much appreciated, man. All right, dude. So... I already gave my outlook on the Bengals season on a podcast about mm, a month ago. So I want to get your outlook and then I'm going to, you know, do my outlook on the season. So what do you see from this team this year? Like it's, it's hard to duplicate what happened last year because no one didn't think the Bengals were going to make to the Super Bowl. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I still think there's a lot of, things to be optimistic about for this year. And even though the AFC got crazy stacked this year, way more than at least I've seen in my life, <laughs> every, it feels like every team is could win or go could go very far in the playoffs. There's a lot of competition, but we also got a lot better and we pretty much didn't lose anybody from our team last year for the most part. And so we have almost the same roster, a lot more continuity, a lot more chemistry, but then we also basically purchased an entire new offensive line. So that should actually be our biggest problem from last year should hopefully be addressed as long as everyone stays healthy. I think that we could have a really good season and regardless of this, I mean, they always say schedule difficulty, but I don't know how much that actually will matter. I think that there's, we do have a, a difficult schedule for sure, but we get a lot of, a lot of tough games are going to be at home. And we also get the chance to, I don't know, kind of show off against some of the better teams too. And I think that none of the people on the schedule, none of the teams we're playing are impossible to beat. And we can, not that I think we will, but we can win every game on the schedule. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think for me as a fan, it's different this year because the expectation level of this team is it's it's so high like never before mm -hmm. you know and you're coming off a suitable season where you should have won a suitable but it's okay but it's now teams are going to be hunting for the Bengals. we're not going to be the hunted we're the hunter now you know what i mean so did i get that right yeah we, okay i got that right okay okay i was like <laughs> i was thinking like did i get that analogy right but yeah you know what i mean so it's it's different territory and as a fan, I'm excited, but also I'm very nervous. But this team is very, 
they're so close, you know. And even though we added more pieces to the offensive line, which was the number one, you know, thing we had to do in the offseason was to get Joe Burrow some help. And our new center, Ted Carreras, is already the captain, one of the captains on the offensive side. So it just tells me how much this team really – they like each other, and you want that chemistry. And, and that's why I feel like this team can definitely go back to the Super Bowl because they're so – I think they gel so well, you know. And I think it's very good to have that team camaraderie, really have that – it's very important to have that chemistry. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals have that. They really like playing for each other. So, like – Yeah, it's, and it's, you got to think that – the offensive line is going to get way better, which is going to help Mixon be more involved. Of and of course. obviously Burrow did everything he could and more and was, you know, half a second away from throwing the game winning to touchdown in the Super Bowl. And I think, you know, Joe Burrow loves pressure. He loves the big moments. He loves the primetime games. He loves having to come yeah. back. Like anything that he can take as the kind of like the Michael Jordan, like anything he could take personally, anything he can use as leverage to make himself better on any given day, he's going to do it. And I think that all of the schedule difficulty that people are talking about, the AFC getting tougher and tougher, you know, we have a good team as any of them. And I think the Burrow is only better than last year and smarter and get more chemistry with everybody. And hopefully all the camp has gotten enough chemistry for all the offensive line and just hoping and hoping for health this year. Oh, absolutely. Cause we got overall last year, we got lucky with the injury bug and you saw with the Baltimore Ravens, they were just decimated with injuries all last year. So now, you know, knock on wood, we can stay healthy this year like we did last year. And let's just hope that we don't, get her in the key positions you know i don't want joe to be limping around like every single game you know i want joe to leave well okay nfl players you're going to be hurt regardless okay but especially for the quarterback i don't want my quarterback to be limping his leg all the time all that stuff i don't want him to be taking you know blindside shots all the time that's what joe did a lot in his first two seasons and i didn't like that i mean the super bowl he sprained his mcl okay dude got Nail from the from the legs down, screaming. And I'm thinking to myself, don't tell me this guy tore his ACL again. So I don't want that type of shit to happen again. And this is why we spent all that money in the offseason to get those three offensive linemen. Joe Bar- Joe Burrow's body. Hopefully it pans out. Absolutely. And with this team and the outlook of the season, I feel like the Bengals are, can you say, under the radar? They're not. <laughs> not, not a lot of people are talking about them. I mean, they did win the AFC last year. I mean, they were a minute and 26 seconds away from winning the Super Bowl. And all you hear in the offseason is the Denver Broncos getting Russell Wilson. Is Justin Herbert going to take the next step in year three? The Chiefs. What do we got? The True. Rams. I mean, it's kind of like. Ridiculous! Oh, the, the Dolphins, the, the Ravens are healthy now. Look, the Eagles, and it's like, like what? Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's back. Oh, yeah, one month retirement, and it's just like, wow, nobody. <laughs> the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals won the Super Bowl last year, and you guys not talking about us? I'm perfectly. I'm fine with that. Doubt us again. Doubt us. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's funny 
it's funny that you can go to a Super Bowl and be, you know, a couple plays away from winning it and mm -hmm. in your quarterback's second year. And no matter where you look, I don't think, you know, no one thinks that us getting there was a fluke or anything like that. We oh, obviously deserve to man. be there and worked our way there. But it's funny how you can go to the Super Bowl and almost win it and mm -hmm. still not as I, I haven't heard anybody picking us to win it all this year. That's okay. Even the AFC. I, it's all like the Bills, Chiefs, Chargers. Sure. It's AFC like West, but yeah, I I think I think the reason why people are not picking for us to represent the AFC again because they're like, oh, it's just the Bengals, you know. They got lucky last year, you know. Baltimore was Baltimore was hurt, you know. The Chiefs, uh, Mahomes and Tyree Kill, they were having, you know, problems, you know, the connection, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, but Joe Burr was sacked 19 times in the postseason. He's been sacked 70 times in his first two seasons as an NFL player. That man was sacked 53 times last year, plus 19 in the postseason. He almost won the Super Bowl. And you're saying it's a fluke? Right. What? <laughs> crazy and that makes no if sense we actually make any defensive adjustments in the first half of this year then hopefully we won't have to make him run all these comeback shows yo tommy is every game i watch lou amarumo the Bengals' defensive coordinator great coordinator but for some reason the Bengals' defense can be very not good in the first half. And every time I'll be texting Tommy throughout the games, he'll be just getting on Lou. And I'm like, I agree. I agree. Like, and in the second half, they're like a different type of defense. And I'm like, Lou, got to make this four quarters, <laughs> not just the second half. <laughs> it's, he does a very good job at halftime. Every yeah. single time we'd, we'd go into the playoffs, or especially in the playoffs, but most of the season, honestly, we'd go into the halftime and whatever Lou would say in there, I don't know, they would flip a switch and then every team would score like seven points or less in the second half. And I was like, why were we not doing this the entire time? I know. It, I know, right? Is it just not executing? Earlier. It's not executing well. You're not getting to your spots. Like, I you, I don't know what it is, but let's hope that can be not an issue during this season. So I hope what do you got for the what do you got for this team this year? What do you predict? Win loss record. What do you got them at? Oh, I I, I wrote side. this down. I wrote this down the first time. So the first time I wrote down eleven and six. And then I went through the schedule and I went through and picked who I thought we'd win against and who I thought we'd lose against. And then I got thirteen and four. So maybe twelve and five. I'll I'll even it out. Let's we'll say twelve and five. Okay, that's I like that. That's which that's for a really tough goal. schedule is not a bad record, and twelve and five would certainly get you in the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That'll get you probably the top two seeds in AFC. Absolutely. Like I had to like redo this like probably five times because the fan in me, the fan in me is just like, oh yeah, we could definitely win this game. No, we can lose. It's just. I don't know how to handle these types of expectations. I think that's the only reason why. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. they can they can definitely. Oh, they're gonna go to Tampa and beat Tom Brady. Uh, they might beat the Bills. I don't know. It's like I'm just wrestling back and forth. I had this team 
going 11 and 6. Yeah. It was uh, that was the first time I had it. Yeah. Two weeks ago, it was 13 and 4. Then I changed my mind because I just get anxiety just thinking about, like, oh my gosh, they might lose this game. You know, oh my gosh, Mike White and the Jets are going to beat us again. Like, type of shit like that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I, when I was going through game by game, I was like, oh, 13 and four. That's pretty good. But I know that we're going to lose one of these that I'm not expecting. Like we're going to randomly lose the Panthers or some something like that. Right, right, right. So who are the losses that you got for us? I have week five against the Ravens at Same. their home. Week six against the Saints. I feel like the oh. Saints are a little sneaky. Um, okay. I know they don't have Sean Payton, but I don't know that that's one of those ones that I thought might just be weird. Mm-hmm. And then the Chiefs, which I didn't love making that an L, but and that, that's at home, so it could still be a win. But I just I don't know. And then the Bills, that was the okay. thirteen and four one. Okay. And then my twelve and five one would be for some reason we lose to. I think if I was gonna adjust one more. I think that the one we might end up losing is like the the Panthers or the Patriots. Like one of the ones that we absolutely shouldn't lose, but for some mm-hmm. reason might just randomly lose. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So I'm pretty much final with my 11-6 prediction. So I had them losing to the Ravens, the first meeting in Baltimore. That's a Sunday night game. And then I had the Bengals losing – the first game against the Browns in Cleveland. That's the Monday night game on Halloween night. For some reason, we can't beat the Browns, but Baker Mayfield's not there anymore. But Jacoby Brissett's going to start him. And for some reason, we don't do well against mobile quarterbacks. So, and then week 12, I have them losing at Tennessee. And then mm. week 15, I have them losing to Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. And then actually have the Bengals losing back-to-back games. Then the following week, they're going to lose to Brady's former team, the Patriots. And the Patriots are, even though they're not projected to be good this year, like you said with the Saints, I still think they're sneaky because Bill Belichick is still the greatest NFL coach ever. So, and that's, oh yeah. And I have them also losing the second game against the Steelers in week 11. That's a Sunday night game at, what's the Steelers' new stadium name? Is it like, and it's still a high school to me. Well, still, it's still a shithole to me. So, yeah. So, that's still yeah, eleven and six. Those are my those are my six losses. So, mm. I it could it could easily I be thirteen and four. Oh, eleven and six is very reasonable. Yeah, I just let's see. I have them being the Bills. So, I mean, that game could decide like who's going to be the one seed in the conference. So, and I have them winning that game. So, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, if I'm wrong with my prediction, the Bengals win 13 games, I'll be the first person to be so happy. Like, I'll be so happy with that. So, oh, yeah. I mean, if you win 10 plus games in this conference this year, like, that's that's a pretty good feat. So, you're pretty much going to the playoffs regardless. Yeah. So. And that was kind of my, you know, I, I tried to just go by the schedule and see who I actually thought we'd beat. And I know we're going to get some losses that I wasn't expecting and some wins that I'm not expecting, but Mm -hmm. the way that I was thinking about it was we went 10 and seven last year. And all we did is make 
several improvements this year and everyone that was good last year is going to be even better in a lot of spots like logan mm-hmm. wilson jonah williams hopefully mm-hmm. we beefed up the offensive line burrow's going to be a little better chase will be better that's just like you got to think we'd get at least one game better than last year which would be 11 and 6 and i know that conference is harder and the schedule's tough but you got to think we'll be at least a game or two better than last year Definitely. I, I definitely will see that. Yeah, yeah. I they, they, they'll, they'll win more than 10 games. They will. As long as everyone stays healthy and produce, they can win more than 10 games. And I think they will. So how do you see it looking for on Sunday? The Steelers name Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback, which I knew that was going to happen. I thought Kenny Pickett was going to push him, but I think they're going to go the veteran route and with, with Trubisky. So this game, I don't know why some Bengals fans, like, like the smart Bengals fans know that this game's not going to be a blowout. The Bengals fans that were fans until last year like, oh, blowout because the Steelers aren't good. I'm like, this is still a rivalry game, and this is the first game of the year, and not, everything, and not everything's going to be perfect in week one. So I see this as the Bengals winning this game Around the score range of 28-17, 31-17 type of game, I think the Steelers keep this game close into the fourth quarter. Like the Bengals will be up by seven, and then the Bengals will get like a key turnover on defense, and then they'll get a touchdown, and then they'll cruise to the W because Mike Tomlin is still one of the best head coaches in the NFL, and I think the Steelers are still the Steelers, and they still – for some reason, they sneak on in. Like, last year, they still made the playoffs, and they were trash. And Ben, ben Roethlisberger was on his last arm. So, and for some reason, the Bengals do struggle against mobile quarterbacks. And Mitchell Trubisky does run the ball. So, he's not he's not the best, but he, he, he is mobile. So, that kind of concerns me. And I just have anxiety overall whenever the Bengals play. So, that's why it's just like, I feel like this game will be close. <laughs> now, if the Bengals come out and prove – like just make a statement. I'll be like, okay, this team is serious about this revenge tour this year. So, I say twenty eight seventeen Cincinnati. What about you? I think I'm I'm in the same score range. I think it'll be something like thirty one to seventeen. Okay. I have a feeling that we're gonna be losing at halftime. Like I feel like it's gonna be kind of a slow start. I think it's gonna be pretty much all defense on both sides for the first quarter, quarter and a half. And then like right for halftime, we'll start to pick it up a little bit and then just pick it up again after halftime. But I think sure. that my I'm, I'm picturing a similar structure to how a lot of the playoff games went, which is where we're maybe losing or like close to tied at halftime. Maybe it's, you know, 17 to 14 us, maybe we're barely mm-hmm. winning. And then the second half, we shut them down pretty well on, on defense. And then, they don't score much the rest of the way. And then Burrow gets into his stride and throws a couple touchdowns in the second half, or maybe we use Mixon and get behind their defensive line a little more with the run game. But I definitely think it's a home opener. I know the Steelers are really good. And last year they made the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger and not from a career perspective, but from last year to this year, Mitch Trubisky is an upgrade from Ben Roethlisberger last year. <laughs> and so they're not going to be a bad team by any means. And 
they're always looking to kill us whenever they can. And Mike Tomlin is a genius. So I'm definitely not counting them out. I think it'll be closer than we like for, like you said, going into the fourth quarter. And then hopefully we start to pull away, but we should definitely win this one. I'm going to be, I'm going to be stressed regardless. So if they can get, if if the Bengals can come out and start. Oh yeah. If they can just come out and just get up 14, nothing, then I'm like, okay, this team is serious. I'm not saying they won't be serious, but it's like, okay, they're not playing around. They want to, they want to end this game in the first quarter or in the first half. So, so 28, 17, and you say 31, 17, you know what? I think Trey Henderson is going to have a big day because the Steelers off the line is not good. And I have, some, I have some Steeler fans that are very afraid of Trey Hendrickson. They're like, dude, he might just wreck havoc. And I'm like, you know what? All right. Trey's going to wreck havoc on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I think he will. And we have a lot of, a lot of other guys that can leak through the middle too, because their offensive line is rarely do the Steelers have a bad offensive line, but that's what we're looking at this year. <laughs> They're pretty bad. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm, dude, I can't believe it's already here. It's already week one, but I'm excited for this game. Excited for the season overall. All right. Before we do the NFL awards, who's your team MVP for the Bengals this year? Who do you got? For the Bengals, I think I, <laughs> I tried to think of something spicier, but I, it's going to be Burrow. I think that he's going to, as you know, my, my prediction, I, I'm, I'm predicting north of 40 touchdowns and less than 10 picks this year. So I think he's going to be somewhere in the like five to one touchdown to interception ratio, have a ton of touchdowns and be top three MVP voting for the whole NFL. And I just, there's going to be a ton of good guys on our team and a lot of people making a lot of good strides and getting even better this year than they were last year. And Jamar Chase could be it. It could be anyone on defense, but I think that, at the end of the day, it's gonna be it's gonna be Burrow doing his thing. Okay, okay. I said Jamar Chase, and I just think Chase is. I think he's still. He's out to prove his doubters wrong. I still think he has doubters. I mean, even though people are yeah beginning to see that he is one of the best receivers in the league, he still has his doubters. And dude, he's by the end of the season, I think he's gonna be the best receiver in the league. And just by watching clips, I, just by very yeah, well could be. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just by watching clips of him during training camp, like he was catching these just acrobatic catches. I'm just like, man, he's just making it look easy. And it's like, wow, we really drafted Jamar Chase. Like we really got him and Joe. Boy, are we lucky. <laughs> so I think he's definitely going to be team MVP. Oh, absolutely. And then my breakout player on this team. I think Chris Evans is going to be my breakout player because I feel like he's going to be the second running back. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind Samaj Piran. I think he's not bad, but I mean, he should have not got that carry in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. Just saying. But I think Chris Evans had a great training camp. He had a great preseason. I think he's also a big factor in the kick return game as well. So I think he's going to, I think he's going to break out for the team this year. Chris Evans. That's my guy. What do you got for your breakout player on I, this team? I like that pick. That's a good pick. I I like Chris Evans a lot. I think he's a very good player to have on the team. He kind of has a Rex Burkhead type energy Mm -hmm. where 
really good out of the backfield catching passes and moving around, but he also is willing to do the dirty work, make the blocks. Mm -hmm. I think that I know this was something we talked about last year after the draft and then he got hurt, but I think Joseph Asai is going to be really big this year. I think that he'll probably come in and relieve some people, but make a pretty big impact when we drafted Mm -hmm. the third round before he got hurt. He was a lot of people thought that he was, going to be one of the steals of the draft in the third round so i think it's probably going to be him it could also be jonah williams knowing yeah. that jonah we got the, the the offensive line that now jonah's has a lot less pressure over there on the left and i think right. that he will people are gonna definitely start as often as I possible like- knowing that we have a rookie yeah. Likely, because I think Volson has got the left left guard spot, right? So, yep, Volson and yep. Williams on the left, they're going to be attacking that side as opposed to attacking Lyle Collins for sure. So, I think he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get tested a lot this year, but I think he holds up to it. I like Jonah as being like the breakout player. I think Jonah's gonna be. I think Jonah's gonna have a good year this year. I really do because I think out of how trashy the Bengals offensive line was last year. I think Jonah's improvement throughout the season last year was very, was very encouraging. And I think going to this year, I think he's going to make that leap as well. So I like that Jonah Williams. Okay. All right. So we're going to do some NFL awards predictions and dude, I was back and forth with this. And I think everyone has their, like their, who's going to be the MVP, like the obvious, you know, I'm going to pick Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers or, you know, Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spice things up. So my MVP for this year is Jonathan Taylor, the running back from the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. I think JT's he, – he had a great year last year, and I think he's take that next level of greatness as a running back this year. And – the Colts have a really good offensive line. I think the Colts are going to win their, 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 their division this year. So, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is my league MVP. I know, right? That's it's different. I want to make it different. I like I'm it. Be, yeah. <laughs> Who you got? I mean, totally, totally honestly, last year, Jonathan Taylor probably – I mean, Aaron Rodgers had an amazing year, but Jonathan Taylor probably should have won last year because the Colts would have been so bad last year if he was not as good right. as he was. That exactly. I he he should have gotten more praise than he did, but running backs generally don't. I mm-hmm. have him as my offensive player of the year prediction, but for MVP because it always tends to be a quarterback. I'm going with Josh Allen. I went back and forth on a bunch of people too. I still think that Burrow's going to be top three in this final of MVP voting, but I think that Josh Allen's going to be the one that actually gets it. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of people's pick with Josh Allen being the MVP. That's that's fair. Josh Allen's gonna yeah. have a he's gonna have a great year in this fifth season. So I think this is the year where he's gonna make that next leap into like probably one of the top three best quarterbacks in the league. So and the Bills are all projected to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So Josh Allen, you're probably yeah. potentially could be the league MVP. So we'll see. We'll see. So you said that we'll Taylor's Taylor's your offensive player of the year. I have Jamar Chase as yep. my offensive player of the nice. year. I think I, like I just it. think I think Chase is gonna just go off this year. I I just have that feeling, man. Like like I said, he's he's gonna prove some 
Prove some of his doubters, man. Yeah, he still have doubters. So he's my offensive player of the year. And then who's your defensive player of the year guy? Defensive player? I'm going with Darius Leonard. Did he change his name to Shaquille, by the way? Or did, was is that, is that always his name? <laughs> I thought it was Shaquille. Shaquille Darius Leonard, whichever. Oh. <laughs> whichever he's going by. The Colts <laughs> linebacker. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's he's underrated too. I mean, people know him. He's but really good. Go, he does yeah. everything. And I know that defensive player of the years end up being whoever got the most sacks or whoever got the most interceptions, but I think mm. he he does all of it very, very well. Yeah. I like that. That's a good pick. I got Max Crosby, the Raiders defensive player. Okay. Yeah. I think Max is just – he causes so much just commotion. And he's almost like Trey Hendrickson. Like, he's he just has a motor. And I think, the, I think Vegas is going to be good this year. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be good this year. And I think Max Crosby is just, like, the leader of that defense. So, I think he's my defensive player of the year. So, yeah, Max Crosby. And then that's a good pick. I like that. He, he was he was oh, yeah. he was a struggle to deal with last year in the playoffs. Oh, I think the okay the first meeting when we played the Raiders in Vegas, he was yeah he was all over the place. I think we did a good job in in the uh, playoff game. I think we did a good job yeah. on him. We actually contained him. Now he did get a sack, I remember, but I think overall we did a good job of making sure that he didn't go crazy on us. So definitely, yeah. All right, offensive rookie of the year. I got George Pickens, the Steelers receiver. I think Pickens is a big addition to the offense, and I think he's going to be a really good player. I just hate that he's with the Steelers. So Pickens is my offensive rookie of the year. Who you got? <laughs> I I I wrote down Pickens at first and because I think that he's going to be really good. I changed it, though, to Damian Pierce because – the Texans cut Marlon Mack. So Damian Pierce is going to be basically the only one that ever touches the ball. And the Texans kind of are terrible from top to bottom <laughs> on their roster. And I assume that they're not just going to let Davis Mills throw all day long. So they're probably going to run a ton. They're going to use him on pat swing routes. Like I think they're going to use him all over the place this year and run the ball as often as possible. And then, so I think he's going to get a lot of touches this year. I don't think Mills. You know what? I don't think Mills is that bad. I don't think he's. No, 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 no. He's not that bad. But like, yeah, I don't think he's trash. It's just he just plays for the Texans, and he doesn't really have a lot of supporting cast around him. I agree. I I don't I don't blame him for the Texans' <laughs> garbage fire that they have going on right now. But like, even yeah. I mean, he again, he's not bad, but he's also not. I, I wouldn't replace most quarterbacks in the NFL with him, you know? So he's, <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's, he's bottom tier of the starters. So I think they're going to run sure. the ball as often as possible. That's fair. That's fair. I totally get that. Okay. All right. I like that pick. So my defensive rookie of the year, I got a mod sauce Gardner of the New York Jets. Not because he went to my Bearcats. It's just, he didn't, in- I don't think anybody threw at him during the preseason. And it's kind of crazy. I'm like, wow, are people people really afraid of throwing that sauce? I mean, I would be. 
So I can't wait until the Bengals play the Jets in week four. I can't wait to see Sauce gets match up with Jamar Chase. That's gonna be that's gonna be an intriguing match. I'm looking forward to that. So Sauce is my defensive rookie of the year. What do you got? Well, I guess I can't hear Tommy now. Don't worry. Hopefully, he'll get back on this podcast. I really do. We're having some technical difficulties. This podcast will still go on. Hold on just a second. You're going to hear probably just nothing for the next, like, minute. But hopefully, we'll get him back on real soon. (laughs) Tommy, you still there? Don't worry, guys. All right, we're back. Tommy, can you hear me, sir? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, but it I can hear you now. All right, good. Don't worry, guys. This second edition of this podcast will be added to the first edition so you won't be missing anything <laughs> now back to our nfl awards predictions i think we left off with defensive player of the year so i think it was the defensive rookie of the year so i, I said i'm on sauce Gardner. Yeah. who you got okay i like sauce i hope he does well i think it's going to be kyle hamilton he <laughs> is obviously really good and he knows what he's doing i hate that he went to the Ravens and I was hoping he'd fall to us somehow. And I think that he's going to be asked to do a lot less, but be in a position to do a lot with that role. So he, I'm sure will will shine in that role knowing that he's not going to be, they won't be relying on him to be the entire defense. They already have a good one and he'll just be kind of capping off the secondary that they have. That's already really good. I like that pick, even though he's playing for the Ravens. But Ravens, for some yeah. reason, they draft really well. They draft really well. So I think he's going to be a big addition to their defense. So I like that pick. All right, so most receiving yards, I have Jamar Chase because I think he's going to ball out a year two. Duh. Who you got? <laughs> I think we uh, keep it with the LSU boys. I picked Justin Jefferson. He uh, is already very good. I think he's going to get even better this year. And although it's Kirk Cousins throwing the ball, he gets almost all of the targets on that team nowadays. So mm-hmm. he seems to be smoking the people that are guarding him. So I think he's right, right. this year. Okay. I like that. I like that. So most rushing yards, I got, the, I got my MVP in Jonathan Taylor, who you got. Um, Derek Henry. I think it'll be close uh, between him okay. and Jonathan Taylor, but um, now that they got Matt Ryan, I think Jonathan Taylor will still get used plenty, both as rushing, mm-hmm. but they're going to use him in the pass game a lot too and pass more often just because they actually have someone that they can trust this year. But 
Derrick Henry is, I mean, they're not going to let Ryan Tannehill throw all day because we saw how that worked out. Thank you, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I like that pick. Okay, Derrick Henry. And then speaking of Matt Ryan, and we get to the next award, my comeback player of the year is, is Matt Ryan. And I just think he just needed to leave Atlanta because after losing to that Super Bowl, blowing that 28-3 lead, was it 28-3? Yeah. Yeah, it was 28-3, yeah. So, And after that game, after that season, it's just been downhill for the Falcons, and they need to go in a different direction. So him going to Indy, that works. So he's my comeback player of the year. Who you got? I like that one. I like that one because I, I didn't even think about him. Honestly, when I was going through these, I was trying to – I was mostly, I think, thinking of people that were injured as a comeback, but there are definitely a lot of stories that could happen as comeback players this year. And Matt Ryan would be a good one. I think he's going to have a good year. And if anything, just take care of the football and not make ridiculous mistakes like Carson Wentz was doing. I also am picking Derrick Henry for this one too. Okay. If okay. he can, if he can stay healthy, I would have picked Christian McCaffrey, but I don't okay. trust that he'll make it through a whole season. <laughs> This unfortunate, man. It's really unfortunate for McCaffrey. I know. He's so like he's so he's so injury prone. Like he's really he's a one of the best running backs in the league. But man, he just mm. gets just gets gets hurt a lot. Probably needs to leave Carolina. Same saying. with Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Barkley's the same way. It could be yeah. either of them. Could be the same way where if they actually get through a full season, they might mm. be in the running for this or some of the better mm-hmm. running backs in the league. It's just Facts. sometimes a lot when they get hurt every year, it's tough to right. tough to predict them. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. You ain't wrong about that. Yeah, absolutely. So the next award, the last award coach of the year. And I got Kevin O'Connell of the Minnesota Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs this year. And I think they're going to be a threat oh. in the NFC this year. So that's my coach of the year. Shoot. Okay. I like it. Um, Mm -hmm. I am going with, uh, see, I, (laughs) I don't like this pick and I already want to change it before I even say it, but I think it's going to be Mike Tomlin. Oh, I don't. The, the problem with that, though, is I don't have the Steelers making the playoffs, and I don't know if a coach of the year has ever been coach of the year having not made the playoffs, but knowing how difficult this season is going to be for them, having a new quarterback for the first time in so long and a lot of you know not good offensive line, it's a really tough division this year. And pretty much everyone's picking them to be last in the division that I think that they might surprise some people and be, you know, 10 and seven even, and have a, a pretty decent season. And a lot of that, all of that's going to be Mike Tomlin. That's a very, but, that's a very good pick. Yeah, okay. That's a, but it could also be the other, well, the other, the other person I was thinking it could be is Nick Sirianno because, or Sirianni for Philly because mm. they made a lot of good adjustments, and I think that they're going to be pretty solid this year, too. Yep, yep. It's a good pick as well, too. I like Mike Tomlin. As much as I hate the Steelers, he's, Me too. he's a damn, he's a damn good head coach. I hate the Steelers. Love Mike Tomlin. Yeah. He's a damn good head coach, absolutely. Well, 
those were good awards. And man, we'll we'll see how we'll see how the season unfolds. And I'm just gonna continue to check back on this. And if like Jonathan Taylor's on the I think he's gonna lead the league in rushing, but if he has like an unbelievable if he has like an AP type of year, then I'm like, okay, this is gonna be the best pick of my life. But if not, then I'll, I feel like a quarter. I feel like a quarterback is going to win the MVP, but I want to go somewhere different with my pick. So, so I'm looking forward to and that. Definitely. I definitely agree with you on that end. There's a lot of times where, you know, the quarterback, a quarterback is going to win MVP almost every single year, but that doesn't mean last year you could definitely make the case that Jonathan Taylor was the true most valuable player because if his team did not have him, they would have been pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so true, so true. All right, man. So we're going to pick our division winners in both conferences. <laughs> so let's begin yep. with the AFC. So in the east, I got Buffalo. In the north, I got Cincinnati. In the south, I got the Colts. And then in the west, in that brutal division, with just great teams overall, I got the Chiefs. And I think that people are disrespecting the Chiefs. And I think a lot of people are – Believing in the Chargers height, which is fine, but until they get over that hurdle, you still got to beat the champs. And I still think the Chiefs are still the team to beat in that division. And I know the Denver got Russell Wilson, but I still think that the Chiefs are still the kings of the West. My AFC West division winner. Who you got? Okay, I... Three out of the four, the exact same. Still had I had the Bengals winning, the Bills winning, and the Colts winning. The the Ravens are gonna be pretty, pretty close with us, I think, though. And I did pick the Chargers instead of the Chiefs. The Chiefs mm. could end up on top too, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make a further playoff run, even being a wild card seed, because they have the experience. Pretty much yeah. almost nobody on the Chargers roster has any playoff experience, any meaningful ones anyway. And everybody on the Chiefs does. And Andy Reid certainly does. And Mahomes does. And those are the two people you need to have experience. And Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert have none. And so they might not make it as far in the playoffs. But I think for regular season purposes, they're going to come out on top in that one. It's like, I I don't, I want to believe in the, the hype for the Chargers, but they haven't really done anything for me to like believe in it, you know? So I still think they're going to make the playoffs, but it's like, hmm, it's all, hype? it's all hypothetical right now because yeah. we know Justin Herbert's good. We know that Keenan Allen is good. Joey Bosa is good. But if they, if JC Jackson is as good as he was in new England, if Khalil Mack has a little bit of a comeback or resurgence this year, then that defense is going to be really scary. I can't mm-hmm. imagine Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack both coming at you from different sides and oh, that not scaring the crap out of you. Yeah. Good luck to the to the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Raiders. Gosh, I got to play them twice. Yeah. Oh, good gosh. Girl. Good luck to those offensive lines. So in the NFC, in the East, I got the Eagles. The South, I got Tampa Bay. The North, I got the Packers, barely. I think the Vikings are going to be good this year. And then I have the Rams in the West. What about you? Okay. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty similar other than this one. 
I'm I'm not confident about, but I'm I'm going with my my bold prediction is that the Saints are going to beat the Buccaneers in that division. Wow. But the other three, I had the same. I think that I don't know. I don't think it seems that Jameis Winston has gotten a lot better with his decision making, and the Saints have a really really good defense. They have a lot of good players. They drafted Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is coming back. They have. They have a pretty solid team and are sort of underrated. And I think the Buccaneers have such terrible offensive line problems right now with injuries. And they seem to be getting the injury bug that the Ravens got last year so far. And Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. But if they have a terrible offensive line, I don't know that Tom Brady has ever had to deal with a really bad offensive line. I don't know how he, how much he can overcome at this point. Know that he's pretty stationary at this point it's a good point on the bucks like i knew they had injuries but i really took an account of that while doing my predictions on this damn okay i like the saints pick i really do oh boy that that's that's oh i don't know damn i'm really want i kind of low-key want to change my nfc south <laughs> i don't know man you can hop on the bandwagon he made some great points, but I'm still sticking with Tampa Bay just because of Tom Brady. Yeah, they still have they it's still hard have to pick weapons against on them for office. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, seating wise in AFC, I got the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Bills as the one seed, <laughs> the Bengals as the two seed, Kansas City has the three, Indy the four, and the three wildcard teams are Baltimore at the five, Chargers at the six, and then I was back and forth between Denver and Pittsburgh for the last spot. And I picked Denver because they have the better roster, but I almost, almost went the Steelers, dude. I almost did. I was that close. Okay. And then, okay. And then the NFC, I got the Rams, the one seed, Tampa Bay, the two, which I'm very shaky about now. And then I got the Packers of the three seed Eagles, the four Niners, the five seed, and then the Vikings, the six, and then I put in the Cowboys, the seven, but I should probably <laughs> put the the Saints as the seventh seed. So, fuck it. I'm putting the Saints as the seventh seed because you can't trust the Cowboys in anything. So, Saints, you are the last wildcard spot in the NFC. Honestly, very similar to mine. They're a little bit jumbled, but mostly the same teams. AFC, I have Bills at one. Chargers at two, Bengals at three, Colts at four, and then wild cards, I have Ravens at five, Chiefs at six, and then I went with the Raiders at seven. I, they, you know, we talked about Max Crosby. They have a pretty solid defensive line. I think that they are going to not have, a, <laughs> their head coach is going to be an improvement this year, I'm sure. And also, you know, Derek Carr is, Honestly, I think going to be pretty close to having the most pass yards this year because he's already uh, – I, I don't think that he's amazing by any means, but he can definitely throw it. And now he has Devontae Adams on top of Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. They have a pretty solid uh, little group of people to throw to there. So I think the Raiders sneak in there. NFC, I think the Rams are going to be number one. I think the Packers will be two. I think the Saints will be three. And then the Eagles will be four. And then I have the 49ers at five. 
the Bucks get in at six, and then I also put the Cowboys at seven, although they're not going to do anything once they get there. <laughs> but I think they'll get there. I had to switch it up, man. I had to put the Saints over the Cowboys because the points he made about the Saints, it just made me realize, I'm like, okay. Those are very valid points, and the Cowboys just choked towards the end of the season when it really matters. So I like those picks. I really do. Man, I, there is oof. there is a team that n- neither of us put, and I don't think that they'll get in, but both of us left out the Cardinals, and they might actually be pretty decent. I think that not having D-Hop will, be, will hurt. but Yeah, I, I, I think that is the reason why I don't have the Cardinals. In the playoffs, same for me. Same for me. I yeah, I still think they'll be in the running for the wild card spots for sure. I still think they'll be. I think they'll have a winning record this year. I just don't. I think the not having DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the league, that that hurts. That hurts right there. Yeah, that hurts. So, all right. So all right. in the wild card, yeah. So in the wild card games, I have the Bengals over the Broncos. I got the Chargers over the Chiefs, and I got the Ravens over the Colts. That's in the AFC side. And in the NFC, I got Tampa Bay over the Saints. But now I'm just like, maybe the Saints could upset the Buccaneers, but I'm not going to be – I'm not going to just, you know, go away from my prediction. So I got Tampa Bay over the Saints, and I got the Vikings over the Packers, and I have the Niners over the Eagles what you got okay let's see the one seed gets the buy i wrote them down in a different order so i have chargers beating the raiders i have the Bengals beating the chiefs and i have the ravens beating the colts and then i have the packers beating the cowboys i have the saints beating the bucks i actually don't like that i'm changing i'm putting the box back in <laughs> and then i have the <laughs> and then I have the 49ers beating the Eagles. Okay. 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 I like that. We both have the Niners and the Eagles in a wild card game. Okay. So, divisional round in the AFC side. Remember, I was talking about the Chargers and not believing into the hype. Well, this guy has the Chargers beating the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. I know. The Bengals playoff run ends in the AFC divisional round. And then I have the Bills beating the Ravens in a great game. That's going to be – if they play each other in a playoff game, that's probably going to be one of the best playoff games. I think those teams are, like, evenly matched. And then in the NFC side, I have the Vikings upsetting Tampa Bay. And then I have the Rams barely beating the 49ers. So my AFC championship game is Bills, Chargers, and the NFC championship game is Rams, Vikings. What do you got? Dang. Okay. That's, <laughs> the Vikings is a spicy one. Uh-huh. I like yep. it. Um, I don't think I believe in Kirk Cousins as much as you do, but um, I appreciate the pick. Um, so let's see. I have Bills, Bills versus the Ravens, and then I have Chargers, Bengals. I also think... I think the Bills are going to beat the cheat or the the Ravens, and then I think that unfortunately I also picked the Chargers to beat us, which was a bummer. And I think that that would be such a good matchup with Herbert versus Burrow. But yeah. I have Bills and Chargers as well in the AFC Championship, 
then the NFC championship, I have it being Rams and Packers. Okay. I think the 49ers will give the Rams a good run for their money. And then the Packers, I think that, I don't know. You got to think that after all these years, as many times as Aaron Rodgers has tried to get this to work, that one day he's going to get back, right? So I don't know. I think he'll get close for this year. Was his last Super Bowl... Okay, they obviously won it. Was that 09 when they beat the Steelers, I believe? 09, 010. Not 010, 2010. I believe it was 2010, right? That sounds right. I forget the oh. exact year, but I think it was 10 or 11. Okay, okay. I think it's was probably 09. No, be- yeah, because the Steelers, Steelers won in 08 against the Cardinals, and then 09, yeah, Aaron beat them. So, okay, yeah, that's true. All right, so... AFC Changer game for my side, Buffalo. I think the Chargers. Man, that's a damn good game. I have the Chargers representing yeah. the AFC in the Super Bowl. And then, okay. yeah, at first in this podcast, I was not believing in the hype. And now I have them representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. So there you go, <laughs> Jesse. And then in the NFC, we got the Vikings, Rams. Man. I just think the Rams are just the better team, but hey man, Kirk Cousins, man, he, I think he's gonna have a good year this year. Don't, don't disrespect Mr. Um You like that. I think Kirk Cousins <laughs> got this. But I just don't think in this game he got this. So I got the Rams getting back to the Super Bowl. Jeez. So so my Super Bowl is pretty much the battle of LA. Los Los Angeles Chargers versus the Los Angeles Rams. Great. <laughs> okay. I um I was about to look up flights back to Cincinnati to check on you if you put the Vikings in the Super Bowl, but it's a it's a spicy prediction. I like it. Um I went the opposite way. I think that Josh Allen keeps getting better. The Bills keep getting better. They get more experience year after year. And this just I think is gonna be their year. So I put the Bills over the Chargers and then I also have the Rams beating the Packers because I think Aaron Rodgers will get closer, but the Rams just have a lot more going on. If they get OBJ back and get him to stick around, then that's going to be a a big thing for them too. Once he comes back. So I also have bill, I have bills Rams, and I'll, my spoiler is that I'm picking the bills to win it all. Okay. You and like, you and a lot of people have the bills. No, a lot of people have the bills winning the Super Bowl this year. Well, I have the Rams repeating. That hurts me to say that. Wow. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I re- dude, I was this close to putting the Vikings in the Super Bowl, man. But I just feel like Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter is going to throw an interception that probably could decide the game. <laughs> the, bad- <laughs> <laughs> the magic, the magic of you like that and in LA. God. So, so I re- do that. Damn. Now I feel bad. Now I really want to put the Vikings to school, but I can't. So I got the damn Rams repeating. So I mean, if you think about, I, I I agree that the Vikings are underrated and they have a solid roster. And I don't personally believe in Kirk Cousins very much, but in general, the if I don't know if you, <laughs> I like the pick because I like that it's I like that it's a hotter take. But I think if if among all of the amazing quarterbacks that are in the league right now, if Kirk Cousins brought his team to the Super Bowl this year, I would lose my mind. <laughs> if Kirk Cousins 
brings this team to the championship game of the NFC that I mean I'll lose my mind and be like, yo, I I, I called that. I called that. <laughs> I mean so. we when we did this, one of I don't think we did this on the podcast, but one of the trivia questions that I just sent you at one point was I think through week twelve or thirteen, there were only two teams in the entire league that lost every single one of their games or all of their losses were by less than ten points. And it was the Vikings and the Bills. And the Bills are obviously very good and didn't lose very often. And the Vikings were the other team that even though they lost a lot more games, they yeah. very they lost by game winning field goals a lot or by like one possession pretty often. So mm-hmm. they definitely are gonna win more games this year because I can't imagine that happening again with their new coach. And back to the Rams, I, I do think that they could definitely repeat. And also for coach of the year, I think Sean McVay is a very, very strong candidate for that one too. <sighs> you're right. You're right. Like, I just hate picking the Rams to win the Super Bowl, man, because I don't, I don't like that team. <laughs> They're a, they're a really good team, and I don't think anybody really cares that they won the Super Bowl last year. So going into this year, I feel like, I mean, I, I yeah, like you said, they can definitely repeat. But I mean, do we really want to see another Los Angeles sports team winning another title in back to back years? No, I don't. So, but here we go. Me, I picked the Rams just because I'm just like I don't know, Jesse, just. Go with the Vikings, but in my head, I'm just like, no, 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 no. You're going to pick Kirk Cousins over Matthew Stafford? I'm just like, I don't know. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Those are good picks, man. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how these picks unfold throughout the season. I know I'm going to be wrong, but with the Vikings pick, it's like, <laughs> it's a hot take. But you know what? <laughs> That's why I like about predictions because you just predict them. That's all. And, and sure. then you can, you can make it spicier than what you than what people think and all that stuff that's why i was like you know what vikings are going to be my team and then you got the saints winning the nfc south so that's a that's a pretty decent hot take pick even though i think some people have the saints making the playoffs but they don't have them winning the division so true yeah okay well sir this has been good and I appreciate you being on this podcast for the second time. And don't worry, guys. Tommy will be back on this podcast plenty during the season. (laughs) And also, new on this podcast, after each and every Bengals game, I'm going to be doing a podcast after the game. Like, as soon as the game ends, bam, I'm doing a podcast. Now, it's going to depend on my mood. So, they lose a game (laughs) where where I'm really, like, you know, upset. Just expect that podcast to be probably released the next day <laughs> not on that day when they lost yeah it just depends but yeah that's a new that's a new thing on the podcast is that i will be recording the podcast after every single Bengal game even during the primetime games like i'm going to be making a podcast after a Sunday night game a midnight podcast because you know i gotta do it for my fans gotta do it to my listeners so wow yeah <laughs> tommy you got anything else before we head out no, this was great. I like I like all your picks. I hope that a lot of them come true. A lot of good ones in there, and hopefully we do even better than your eleven and six prediction. But looking forward to it, and also looking forward to hear all of your your post game thoughts, especially after some of these games. I'm sure you'll you'll be ready to go and have some some raw thoughts on a lot of these games. 
Oh, I'm telling you, dude, like that's, you know, yeah, because I appreciate that. It's just, I like doing a, I prefer doing a podcast fresh, you know, after watching the game, just right away, just because it's like, I have my takes. I know what happens. I just watched three and a half hours of it and I'm still going to be riled up. You know, if we win, oh, you're going to, you're going to hear the happiest Jesse ever. If we lose, I'm going to be a little like cranky, but it is what it is. So yeah, dude, let's just, let's get it going, man. Let's defend this AFC crown, man. We're going back to the Super Bowl this it. year. Even though I got the Rams winning and I got the Bengals losing in the divisional round. Damn it. Let's get back there. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. <laughs> Dude, I can't. Oh, man. I like, I really like, I, it's like they can, the Bengals can go back to the Super Bowl. And I believe they can. I just don't think it's very hard to go back to the Super Bowl in back to back seasons. And everybody says that Super Bowl hangover. I just don't think it's going to happen with the Bengals. I think this team is so talented and they're so close and they have Joe Burrow and that just gives me confidence that there won't be no hangover, you know? True. I also don't think that that's going to be a problem for us, hopefully. And it's definitely hard to repeat and the AFC got way loaded this year. So it's going to be a much harder gauntlet to get through this year than it was last year. But we have, more playoff experience now. Everyone that's on the team last year is basically back, and we <clears throat> upgraded a lot of positions that are important. So that way, when we get to the playoffs, we don't have Burrow sitting on the ground for half the game. God, I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Tommy, it's been a pleasure, my man. I will talk to you later. And, guys, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. For rating and a review on it, whatever platform you're listening to. And also follow it on Spotify and turn off your notifications. Turn on your notifications whenever a new episode is on. Because every time, dude, I'd be like texting my friends. They'd be like, yo, where's the new podcast? I'm like, did you turn on your notifications? Like, no, we'll do that. I'm not texting my podcast episode through text messaging all the time. So I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my man. I will talk to you later. Appreciate you, my man. I will talk to you later. And we are out.